Today on the Believer's Voice of Victory, join Gloria Copeland and her daughter Kelly Copeland as they bring good news from God's Word that you can be completely set free from fear. Now, let's join Gloria Copeland. Hello everybody, I'm Gloria Copeland and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Commander Kelly is with me today. Kelly Copeland is here and she's got some good things to share with us. We're going to be talking about no fear here, essentially. Is that right? <laughs> That's right, Mom. Okay. Living a life free from fear, living free from fear. Because, you know, we listen to a lot of messages, which is part of how you live free from fear is to hear that and get that in your heart and to resist fear. The teaching Dad did, make it your point. Yeah. If fear is evident in your life, make it your point today. I'm going to get more on that. Dad has so much on it on the KCM.org. Mom has so much on resisting fear and getting it out of your life. And so this, yes, last week we talked about living a life free from fear and how you do that. And this week we're going to talk a lot about, Mom, we're going to talk about different kinds of fear and different situations. And one thing about fear, you may think, well, I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm not afraid of things. But you might not equate fear over your finances to fear, but it is fear. And any amount of fear in any area, just because you don't have it over your kids or over your health or your life, you still have it over finances. So it's still fear, it's still present, and it's still contaminating your faith for living. Yes, amen. Because it's a place you're withheld from God to trust Him. And so this broadcast, these, the last week and this week, we just want to encourage you with the Word of God and encourage you with even some of our own uh, historic uh, experiences that we've had standing against fear as moms, as, uh, you know, uh, children, as moms, any of it. We've, we've stood against fear as a purposed goal in this family. Right. And um, it helps if you make that your decision for your, you and your family. We will not tolerate fear. And so we just want to give you some things this week. And so we're going to talk about different fears. And, and I'll, I'll name them. I'm, you agree with me that we will get to all of these. Today we're going to talk about being fear, living fear-free when trouble comes. Amen. And then we're going to talk about living fear-free where your kids are concerned. Living fear-free of the future. And what that brings, living, and that is also known as worry. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Living, and that is just a waste of time, really. That's what Jesus felt about it. Living fear-free of failure. And then we're going to talk about just getting rid of it totally, casting Praise it God. off, casting the care on him, and being free indeed, the word talks about. So yes, that's God. our... That's our week ahead, and we're going to have some fun as we That's do this. That's very important, Kelly. I'm glad you're bringing that today. It, it really is, Mom. And I'd like to start us with the scripture that we read in uh, last week in Hebrews. We, I think we read it several times even. Uh, Hebrews 2. Uh, I'm, Mom, you've got your Amplified there. Can you read to us verses 8? In the first line of nine, and then we'll talk about that, okay. and then we'll go to 14. For you have put everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in, in putting everything in subjection to man, 
He left nothing outside of man's control. But at present, we do not yet see all things subject to him. We are, how far you want to go? Just that next That's line, way. nine. Okay. But we are able to see Jesus. I just, that verse goes on, but I thought right there, that says so much in we that little statement. Yeah. yeah. Jesus died on the cross. There was nothing. I mean, he took care of everything. And then that's an interesting statement, which actually, I don't know that everybody, every Christian believes this or hasn't thought this through enough to say, yeah, that's what he does say. Mm -hmm. what it, read that again, mom, that nothing is left. What? It says, you've put everything in subjection under his man's feet. Now putting everything in subjection to man, he left nothing outside of man's control. But at the present, we do not see all things. In other words, we don't have the revelation of all things uh, subjected to him, man. But we are able to see Jesus. So listen to what that's saying. Jesus had a control over everything yeah. and gave that control to man and left. That's a huge statement left nothing out of our control. Uh, now people say, well, we're not. He gave that authority. He gave the authority to us. And there's nothing left out of our control over things. Now, and it says, this is so important because our control is nothing without our leader. We read yesterday in the word, uh, in translation that called him our perfect leader through things. So when it says there's nothing left out of our control, that's not without him. That's right. But it says you don't see everything in front of you. What's he saying? You don't see the control you have maybe necessarily over your finances today. Yeah. Maybe it feels out of control in your family. It's there, and but you don't see it. You haven't taken it. You haven't seen the, you haven't seen the results of the control you have yet. Yeah. Um, I tell you when it's a, the most temptation in my experience, at least in my life, the most temptation to feel out of control over things is when something hits you suddenly. Um, and that's what we're talking about. When trouble comes, it, it, it can shake you and it can rock your world. And if you don't have your sights on Jesus, it can destroy you even. Destroy your family, destroy you, destroy your kids, destroy your your world. That when trouble comes, because that's certainly what Satan has in mind. The Bible says that he comes to kill. Mm -hmm. Actually, let me back up. It says he comes for nothing else but for to kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't come for any other reason. That is why he's he wants control. He wants control, his and he his in and, and when he gets you in his control, he wants to kill you. Steal from you, yeah. destroy you. That's true. Kill your kids, steal from your kids, destroy your kids, your family, your city, your uh, finances, any of it. Right. He, that's, his, that's what he wants. And, but this says Jesus beat him. Jesus took all the control over that away from him and gave it to you. And what we do after that is what really means victory or loss in our life. And we've walked through this so many times. I can't even, don't even have time to sit here and tell you the times this family or individuals in this family or the people that we, that live like this, that we know 
have walked through this so many times and the choices in front of you of what you're going to do with this trouble and the victory that's been given to you already, the authority, I mean, that's been given to you. Mm -hmm. And this says we don't see the control right now. So when something comes, it looks bad. It's <gasps> okay. Now the word says in 2 Corinthians 4 that we may be pressed, we may be hunted down, but we're not abandoned. We're not without hope. We, are, we may be perplexed, he said. In other words, you may not know what to do, but you're not driven to despair. Why? Because we have the living God on the inside of yes, us talking to us. So here we are, something comes. Now what are you going to do? This says we don't see our control right now, but we see Jesus. We can see Jesus. And, and I guess if I wanted you to take away any point from all this, the key to living free from fear is looking at Jesus. Because when something happens, if you look at that, then it's, you could in essence say, I'm choosing to look at Satan and what he wants to do to me. Even though that's not what you want, if you're looking at the thing, that this thing is, is the biggest thing in the room, and this thing is all I can put my sights on, that, that's fear. And it's like saying, okay, Satan, I'm going to look at you because really you look at that thing he's done, you're looking at him. It's almost like in a backwards way, it's like picking up a Christmas present and it's got a to you, to you from, you know, I love my presents I get from my mother and daddy. <laughs> and a lot of times they come in a flat envelope and I, those are fun. But if I pick up a gift from you, Mom, I, I don't even maybe know what's in it or what it's going to be the outcome. But I know y'all, and I know what's in it, and I open it, and I think about you as much or more so than I think about that gift because it came from you. Hmm. And I'm looking at you when I'm looking at that gift. Well, it's the same way. When you get that horrible thing and you're just looking at that, who are you really looking at? You're connecting to Satan. You're, it's like looking him in the face, receiving what he's doing for you when you go with fear. But this is, we don't see the control that we have, but we do see Jesus. We have been offered a relationship with Jesus that's face to face. Let me read this first aid again in the Amplified. For you, God the Father, have put everything in subjection under his, Jesus' feet everything. He took it by conquest. He defeated Satan in, his, in Satan's own domain and took the, everything. Now in putting everything in subjection to man, he left nothing outside of man's control through Jesus, through of Jesus. course. In the name, we have the name. So that makes it even bigger to think about the name. Jesus said, in my name, cast out the devil. In my name, heal the sick. So we have the name. But at present, we do not see all things subjected to him or to man, but we are able to see Jesus. Woo! Glory to God, who was ranked lower than the angels for a little while and crowned with glory and honor because of his having suffered death in order to, in order that by the grace, unmerited favor of God, 
to us sinners, to us who were without him, to us who were sunk in sin with no way out except Jesus, he might experience death for every individual person. He tasted death for us. He tasted the curse for us to make us free. Man, our perfect, to become our perfect leader out of whatever it is we are looking at. Praise God. That's so good, Mom. And, and, when you connect, when you look at his face, he leads you right what out. What he did on the cross gave us victory over sin, death, everything that torment, everything that could come against us. So that when, includes everything he gave us victory over. So when trouble comes, you really have a choice, and it really helps you in sudden trouble to have already decided oh, yeah. that you have to be trained. He's my source. You have to be trained to respond to trouble and temptation as well in the name of Jesus. You have to be trained to do that. What is, how do you get trained? You do it and you do it and you do it. You realize sickness tries to come on you. You say, no, you're not Satan. You're not coming on me. I've been redeemed from sickness and disease. Jesus himself bore my sicknesses and carried my diseases and I am healed. In Jesus' name, every symptom you get off my body. That's the way you do it. You take authority. That's so good because um, when we lay down our place in in that, in our scripture, when we lay down our control in Jesus and looking at him for everything, when we lay that down in small things, it's a challenge to pick it up in a big thing because you're not geared that way. You're not sourced that way. When we... I heard a person say one time on Christian television, and I know they meant it in a a humble way, so I applaud their desire to be humble, but they didn't understand, at least in these financial places, they didn't understand what true humility is. True humility is not saying, I don't have to ask God to do that, I can do it for myself. That's really the opposite of humility, is you're saying, I can be my own source in that and I can handle that. And the temptation in our lives is if it's not something that we can't handle, you don't even look to Jesus for it. You don't even look to him. You think, you know, I've got this situation. Now, what am I going to do about it? That's our first thought. What am I going to do about it? And instead of you, you can begin to practice. The word says what you just said, that our senses are re- exercised by reason of use. So as you practice, what am I going to do about it? Lord, <laughs> As you practice that, he really becomes your source in everything. He wants to be so much your source. As Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being. That means he's your source for getting out of bed in the morning. He's your source for everything, finances, kids, you know. That really helps alleviate the whole, we'll talk about this later in the week when we talk about freedom from fear of your kids. But, you know, when you have fear, you seek to control. That can be at work. That can be with your kids, your spouse, your friends. When you have fear over an outcome, like if I let them do it the way they want to, they're going to hit, they're going to make a mess. So I need to do that. That becomes control. You're just trying to control this person, trying to control this situation. And ask me how I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we, we, he's put everything, he's the one that's put everything under our control, but we get the control not by controlling, but by looking to him taking authority yeah 
and and well, let, keeping let our faith on uh, him. Again, after we've gone this far, let me read that scripture again. This is Hebrews uh, 2 8. For you, God, have put everything in subjection under his feet. Not uh, now in putting everything in subjection to man, because we're in Jesus. Mm. We're, now it's in subjection to us. He left nothing outside of man's control. But at present, we do not see all things subject to him. In other words, we haven't had that revelation yet, perhaps. But you are able to see Jesus who was ranked lower than the angels for a little while, crowned with glory and honor because of his having suffered death, he took the curse for us. In order that by the grace, unmerited favor of God to us who were sinners, he might experience death for every individual. So he tasted death for us and he took authority from the devil. And now he's told us, in my name you go, cast out the devil. Okay. So now he's put us in authority over the devil, but we have to do it. We can't just, and if you go, just agree with the devil, you're, he's going to take you where you don't want to go. So we're in a, we are in a war, so to speak. But it, why? Because the Bible says Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, but I have come, or I have come, that they might have life. So we're in the life side when we're in Jesus. Okay. Glory to God. And we have to take authority. We have to say, Satan, get your hands off my child. Get your hands off my body. Sickness, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You say, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, the most important thing you can do is learn how that you do have authority and how to take it. It'll save your life. It'll, it'll change your finances. It'll do everything you need because now you've got something to use on the devil, the name, the name of Jesus. Satan can't stand against that name. And it's ours to use. In my name, he said, cast out the devil. Every day. Whenever he needs casting out. And, and use the name it. every day over every area. Mom, that's so that's good. Right. Over every area of your life, because as you were talking, I was sitting there thinking about all the many times he has been so faithful to us, save our children, save our lives, uh, maneuver us where we miss something that Satan had in mind for us, provide housing, clothing, cars, ministry, make our way for us. He's, he's just year after year after year. And I was just sitting there thinking, when you apply your trust by faith, mm -hmm. you begin to get some victories under your yeah. belt, so yeah, to speak. Absolutely. You begin to get some experiential wins mm -hmm. of victory, and even that increases your trust. So what it, using this, like Mom was talking about, trusting Him and putting your faith in Him, resisting fear, like we're, we've talked about last week, and then we're going to continue to give you the to tools to do this with, it's all been given to you to take authority over, to be in control over all this stuff that goes on in your world and in your realm. You can't control everybody else, but you control by the Spirit all of this stuff. And even through your FaceTime with Jesus, other people are affected and other people are helped and delivered. So that's just so strong. Um, 
And the scripture, we, the scripture says we walk by faith and not mm -hmm. by sight. So faith is what overcomes the enemy and everything else. Faith is what? Faith is believing what the Word said. Mm -hmm. I believe we have authority over the devil. So if he tries to come against me in sickness or lack or whatever, I speak to him and I say, Satan, you take your hands off my money in Jesus' name. You can't have my finances. You can't have my children. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I believe I receive their salvation and deliverance. You have to take authority. Amen? Amen. And here we sit. Here, I Here she sits. <laughs> I'm so thankful for a brand mom. Um, mom, read uh, 14 and 15. Um, that's probably about, we'll talk about haunting again and I'll connect it to the next thing and then we'll... Read uh, Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Um, Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Yeah. Since this is amplified, since therefore these his children share in flesh and blood, and in physical nature of human beings, we're not, we're not uh, angels, we're human beings. He himself, in a similar manner, partook of the same nature. He became flesh. He became man. He took upon himself the nature of man and man. He became man. That by, all, all, that by going through death, he became man. He took on our, our nature, our being, so that he could, as man, as a man pay the price for our redemption. That by through, by through going through death, he might bring to naught and make of no effect, that's Nothing. the devil, <laughs> who had the power of death, that is the devil. He had the power of death. Now Jesus came as a man, took upon himself flesh, defeated Satan in his own domain and took any authority that he had because of Adam's sin in the garden. What is it you don't understand about that? You got it. <laughs> That's right. You got that it's authority yours. if you're in Christ Jesus. And also that he might deliver and completely set free oh, all Oh, say those. that again. What set free? And also that he might deliver and completely, completely. set free Ooh. all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the whole course of their lives. Man, oh that's so good. Yeah, I guess we'll have to pick that up tomorrow. I like but that. completely set free. Yes. This is what is available to you. That's completely set free too. from death. Mm -hmm. Completely set free from fear. Completely set free from everything from that curse. he bought and paid everything for out of the, under oh, the And that haunting fear that's kept you enslaved, we are uh, kicking that Satan out. Satan doesn't week. have that to use over us because we've been born again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.